Red Beach from Whitesnake, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Iron City Rocks podcast. I'm your host, John. The Iron City Rocks podcast is a podcast devoted to promoting rock, hard rock, heavy metal, and blues music in the Pittsburgh area. The song you just heard featured Reb Beach on guitar. That was White Snake with Here I Go Again. Reb is a local guitar prodigy that made his fame in the late 80s with bands like Winger, Dokken, and then White Snake. Currently, he plays with both Winger and Whitesnake, and I had a chance to talk to him recently about his career and Winger's new album, Karma, which will be in stores in October. All right, folks, on the line we have uh, hometown legend Red Beach, uh, guitarist extraordinaire for bands uh, from Winger to Dokken to Whitesnake and uh, just about any other band that you can think of. Red <laughs> at one point played a little bit with. Welcome, Reb. How oh, you thank doing? you. Good, good. How you doing? I'm doing really good. I, I wanted to get you on the show, I think, from almost the early inceptions of this show when I was thinking of people that I'd love to get a chance to talk to, and your name was on the list. Uh, a guy who I, I remember back as a teenager trying to figure out how to play my cheap vibe, and as I'm idolizing your you know, signature model, uh, you know, it was great to have a uh, hero, a local guy, you know, you know, thinking maybe we'd run into you at pianos and stuff one day. <laughs> I go there all the time. It's yeah, um, for those I'm not familiar with uh, kind of your background, you were born in the Fox Chapel area, am I correct? I wasn't born in Fox Chapel, but I moved there when I was like three. Okay. So yeah. I went to Fox Chapel a, High School. You've got the Yinzer kind of accent. Well, not really. <laughs> I, I went to I went to a lot of boarding schools, you know. Dad had money back then, and he would just kind of send all the kids away to fancy boarding schools. Um, I never really developed a, a, a strong Pittsburgh accent, but I do um, have Pittsburgh in some Pittsburgh inflections in my accent, like um, you know, like I'll, I'll ask a question and, and go up, you know, like Are you going up there? Are you going up there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like I say that stuff all the time. Excellent, excellent. Um, how did you get into get started in music? Was your your parents musical, or you just um, drawn to yeah, it? Yeah, my mom played the piano. I had a great grandmother who wrote nursery rhymes, um, and I started playing the piano when I was four. Um, and I always just kind of had music in me, you know. I've always been very musical, and and I had a stage mom who you know, wanted me to be Pippin and Pippin and Oliver and Oliver, you know, like the fifth grade. And um, she just really pushed to get me, um, you know, going. Uh, you know, she enrolled me at Berkeley College of Music and um, wow. introduced me to um, a guy who was my manager for some time when I did my first demo back in 86. <laughs> and uh, and then I, I heard about an audition for... Fiona on Atlantic Records, because what I did was I moved to New York City, um, and I got a job as a singing waiter, and I okay. hung around. At, what's that? 
That's an interesting start. I would not have guessed that. Go ahead. Yeah, I was the only guy that wasn't gay. Everyone was um, <laughs> budding Broadway singers, and I just sang, you know, Elton John and Billy Joel and stuff. And um, and I would hang around at music stores and just jam. And I, that's how I heard about this audition in Long Island. So I went out there and uh, I got it. Uh, and Bo Hill was the producer, and he mm-hmm. started using me on all the stuff that he did. And then he turned me on to Arif Mardin, who used me on the BGs and Chuck Khan and Howard Jones. And um, so I was kind of like the go-to rock guitar player for Atlantic Records. Excellent. He produced your first the first Winger album. Is that correct? He did. He he, he he his bass player was Kip Winger. He used Kip on all that stuff. And Kip and I didn't really like uh, each other very much believe it or not, when we first met. Um, but then we became roommates. We, uh, and we, but we never rode together. We were just roommates. Um, and he was he was out with Alice Cooper, and I was doing sessions. And then okay. Bo Hill said, you know what, you guys should write together. So we tried it. Uh, we One day we got together, and we wrote 17 Madeleine and Time to Surrender in one day. And I thought right. I had met, you know, God. I mean, I, I just, I, I didn't even know I was capable of writing a song, and I had all these licks, and Kip just said, that's a song, that's a song, we can finish that, and, um, you know, I mean, it, it took a long time to write that record, um, but we sure. just lucked out on the first day. Now, when he was he with um, Alice Cooper in kind of the Kane Roberts day? He yeah. was. Okay, so was he writing with Alice at the time, or was this kind of his first foray into his own music as well? No, no, Kip's always been a, a composer, you know. Um, he's a composer, arranger guy, but he does it for, like, classical music. Um, right now, he's he just arranged a, a 76-piece orchestra, 18-minute wow. piece that um, that he wrote, and uh, the, the Denver Symphony Orchestra is going to be perform- performing it next month. Um, he's a really interesting guy, a super talented guy, uh, and he's my best friend. Excellent. I imagine you had to look kind of scrawny compared to Kane when it came to picking a band. You know, Kane was a monster of a man. He, yeah, he was big. He was a really funny guy, though. Super funny guy. Yeah, I remember that uh, machine gun guitar. His that was kind of a neat thing. But um, so you did Winger play much as a band prior to recording, or is this sort of a get it written, get it in the studio, and then take it to the road sort of thing? Winger has always just been me and Kip. You know, we, we we write the songs, we record everything. Paul, the keyboard player, Paul, never played on a record because we both play keyboards. Um, okay. And so it was all done in the studio. I mean, we were just kind of studio cats, and we'd go in there and, you know, we, re- we wrote the songs, and then we just recorded them. It was really hard getting a record deal, you know. We got turned down uh, three times by Atlantic Records, and then wow. Bo Hill finally said, you know, I'll get these patsies to sign a contract where you'll get everything and they'll get nothing. What do you say? And Atlantic said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we signed one of the worst contracts in music history. Um, but, you know, we sold a million records and I was on the cover of Guitar World, so I was happy. Um, I forget really the question funny. now. Um, I was just asking if you had taken it to play the music much live prior to recording the album. No, we hadn't. The first live gig we ever did was opening for the Scorpions. Wow, there you go. In Milwaukee. Now, now was was um your drummer Rod Morgenstein was in um 
uh, the dregs. In Steve, the dregs, Steve Morse's uh, band was. Were you kind of drawn to him due to your um, uh, kind of influence from Steve Morris, or did you just kind of meet him? Kip had never heard of Rod Morgenstein, and Rod was my favorite drummer. And it just turns out that that Rod uh, and I did a session together, and it was a great honor for me to to even meet the guy. Um, And I told Kip about him, and we auditioned him, and it was great. We had to kind of change his playing a little bit, you know, because he was... Yeah, he was playing the hi hat, like you know, you know, just like hey man, you got to hit that thing really hard, you know, it's rock and roll. Um, but he he got it. Fun to go back and watch some of the old Dregs videos, and and then you know, as, as a fan of of uh, kind of the '80s music, I had no idea who Rod uh, was prior to Winger, and then I had gone back and I've kind of rediscovered Steve Morris. Uh, when I got a little bit older, and I go back and I'm like, hey, wait a second, I remember him. And then yeah. there he's back, and it's such a different style of music. You know, it's still rock, but it's you know so much more fusion based. Oh yeah, I love that stuff. I mean, I'm a fan of fusion. I have a fusion demo um, that I, I just never made a fusion record. I made a demo, um, and I still sell a ton of them. People love that thing. Yeah, it's, it's excellent work. So. um you were with Atlantic through the pool album, was that? Yeah. Correct there? Ninety. I mean that had ninety three. So yeah. Atlantic held on to you Atlantic held on to Winger a little longer than some of the other bands of that genre. Well like. you know, we, we were an eighties band that came out in eighty nine. So yeah. we were only on the two label. years late getting out of the shoot. Yeah, I'd be a millionaire if we came out in eighty six. <laughs> you know, when it's just a little too late. Yeah, but that uh, it got a little tough, I guess, to make a living doing that kind of stuff in uh, come about '93. Oh man, I had to sell my house and all my guitars. It was a nightmare. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's, I mean, but it every I mean everyone it happened to everybody, you know. Sure. Just overnight, it was Nirvana and and Beavis and Butthead that really yeah. killed us. Yeah, that probably didn't help us uh, be some butthead character with the winger T-shirt. Yeah, I used to hang him by his underwear. <laughs> it's, it, we, it was directly, you know, we were on tour when that came out, and mm-hmm. somebody brought it on the bus and said, "You gotta, you guys gotta see this." And we watched it. It had aired, you know, the night before. And I'll tell you what, just people stopped coming to our shows. You know, we were selling a thousand tickets a night, and then all of a sudden it was like a hundred people. You know, just because. People wouldn't be caught dead at a winger show after that. Yeah, I remember that, and it, it seemed like Metallica took a particular disinterest to Kip. Uh, they, and what was it? they threw dart. They threw darts at a poster of Kip in their biggest video. Nothing else matters. And then yeah. they showed the video at their live show. You know, twenty thousand uh-huh. people every night laughing <laughs> at Kip Winger. Poor guy's been tortured. He's kind of brought himself back, though. You know, he he doesn't have that rap anymore. Um, yeah. You know, of being the ballet guy and all that. He, he's uh, you know, he he tours around the country playing his acoustic around the world, and uh, I think musicians have a great respect for him now. Oh yeah, and a phenomenal singer, and uh, you know, you guys are uh, this, uh, probably tight a musical group, and I think that often gets overlooked. You know, people like a winger, you think of. You know, you guys had some notoriously big hair. Yeah. Everybody in that band could play, you know, and that, 
I think a lot got overshadowed. I mean, I had to find anybody to pick up a guitar and try to play the riff to 17, you know. That's <laughs> easy. People always mess that up, you know. It comes really naturally to me because it's all on upbeats, and I, I always hear everything on upbeats for some reason. Hmm. Um, and, but, you know, I always see, not always, but sometimes I see guys playing it, and it's like, that's it's close. <laughs> it's not actually what it is. It's, it's kind of a rip-off. I was, I was thinking, I was trying to rip off "Lay It Down" by Rat, mm-hmm. and because I liked that, you know, that suspended four thing. Right. Did Did Winger just kind of dissolve naturally, or was it, uh, you know, Winger never dissolved. Just kind of quiet down. We never, down and... we, never we never broke up. Yeah. You know, yeah. we just kind of went and did our own thing for a while. You know, I mean. New- We've made since pull. We've made three records. Sure. You know, Winger Four and um, the live album, and now we just have one coming out next month that uh, is getting amazing reviews. I'm really excited yeah. about it. Yeah, it's cool because. Good. I, I got the chance to listen to some of that on your website uh, today, actually, and it's just really great riffs. I, I think in that stuff, and it's you know, it's a. Uh, I don't want to say darker than some of your stuff, but, you know, it's, I think, a little bit more mature-sounding. I don't think it's darker, for sure. I mean, if you listen to Winger 4, that's dark, you know? And um, this stuff is really more up-tempo, and it's got heavy guitar riffs. But the great part about it is that Kip kind of let me um, do whatever I wanted, you know? Usually it's Mm -hmm. the Kip Winger show, like I do whatever Kip says, you know, and he kind of you know, writes all these complicated parts and, and everything. This time, he said, what do you want to do, Reb? I said, I want to make like an 80s record like we used to. He said, great, let's do it, you know, because he's, he's really into his classical thing, and so he, he was just like, what do you want to do? And so um, we got to do, you know, more of an up-tempo kind of bang-your-head rock record, and I'm really, really proud of it. And also, I, I got a solo on there that I got real lucky on this solo. It's, it's at the very end of the album, and it's three minutes, 30 seconds long. And it was just one of those, you know, really inspired moments when I'm playing. And uh, we got it on tape, so I'm really happy about that. That That comes out October 27th, if I'm not mistaken, in the U.S.? (laughs) Somewhere about that. Yeah, I I will certainly keep listeners up to date on the website as that date uh, approaches. How did you end up, um, you went to Dawkins? Then from from Winger, is that yes, I did. Right no, no, Alice Cooper. Okay, you, I did you Alice did. for four years. Okay, and uh, then and that was great experience. Alice is, you know, he's like my hero. He's like my father. He's yeah, just he taught me so much. Uh, but then I, I got offered the docking gig, and I had to take it because it was a real opportunity to, um, you know, to kind of show what I can do and and um and oh, to, you yeah. know it's it's like it was like the Red Beach show you know it was because it's like Don would show up you know with a glass of whiskey and a cigarette you know and uh you know he'd sing one chorus and then he'd say all right take it Reb and he'd walk off stage and I'd just solo for you know 10 minutes on every song it was so yeah. fun and there was no I'm sorry god 
Um, well, there weren't any rules in docking, you know, as long as you, you could be as drunk and wasted as you wanted to be, as long as you just showed up in time to go on stage. For those of you who haven't uh, seen it, that was the DVD Live from the Sun, was it, I believe, called? Yeah. Uh, ex- excellent chance to really see your playing. Um, that was a really exciting video to see. And then you ended up in Whitesnake, as you mentioned. Um, still technically in Whitesnake? Yes. I just got off the road. Okay, I thought there was a tour. Did the tour tour got canceled because of an illness to David? Is that correct? David just lost his voice, you know. Yeah, which hey, he was singing a lot, and talking a lot, and it just it just went. Um, but he's fine now. Yeah. So do you you played on the um, Good to Be Bad album? Uh, not really. Kind of more I mean, you know, <laughs> there's like I think there's a there's like a ten second solo. <laughs> On, on, okay. on like two of the songs, you know, like after Doug plays, I'll do like a little teeny solo. It's not really, you know, it's not my band. It's it's Doug's. Doug's the MD on that one. He, him, and David do all the writing, and it's kind of his thing. Yeah, but um, you you were uh, obviously on the video was alive in the Shadow of the Blues. It was called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is another great chance to see you guys uh, playing some great stuff. Doug is an incredible guitar player, I have to admit. I had no yeah. idea who he was until I got a chance to see a Dio uh, video, and I was like, whoa, that guy's pretty good. Yeah, he's but, a really um, strong player. So right now you're kind of technically in Winger and Whitesnake. Is that, that kind of where you're you still kind of dabbling in Night Ranger, or was that more of a, just a substitute? No, Night Ranger is, you know, I'm done with Night Ranger. Okay. Um, because they they got another guy, you know. I was White Snake's my my bread and butter, you know. Winger, yeah. Winger will we're gonna go out. Winger has the worst karma of any band ever. <laughs> Just the worst things happen to Winger, and 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 they're, you know, they're the nicest guys on the planet, you know. Just sweethearts. Um, and and you know, last tour we did we did it in Europe, and the promoter didn't pay us any of the uh, money that he owed us and so he didn't pay the bus company either and so the the bus dropped us off in the middle like at a, at a truck stop in austria uh, <laughs> just that was the end of the tour you know it's like oh my god and, and by the way you're not getting paid um yeah. it was just horrible Injury. so we're going again you know good old winger we're going again in uh december to russia hey good idea yeah <laughs> Go to Russia in December. I don't understand why Kip does these things, but um, you know the only reason I'm doing it is just it's for the hang. You know we won't make yeah. any money. It's just it's just you know I love to play with Kip and um, you know and it's really hard. That winger stuff is so hard. You know I, I lose my voice the first after the first four shows. My voice just goes because it's so much singing. You know in in um, in Whitesnake, I just sing all of David's parts with David, you know. So I'm, I'm yeah. like, is this love that I'm feeling? Yeah, you know? And it's just like, that's so easy. But with Winger, it's like, Marlene! Like you're just, you know, belting it out on every song. And it's, oh, man, it takes its toll. But yeah, that's that why I love it, because it's challenging. So you do you ever get to unpack? I mean, are you at home <laughs> now? I mean, I just, looking down through your resume and, and uh, like Wikipedia and stuff, I mean, you're, you're you know, work with Twisted Sister and Night Ranger and Alice and White Snake and Doc. And I mean, have you, has there ever been a period where you're kind of like, 
well, I got to go sign up for unemployment, or you, you're pretty well busy all the time. Last year, I was I, I I lived out of a suitcase for a year. I went to China, Russia, Japan, uh, you know, New Zealand, Australia, uh, you know, Scandinavia, the UK, blah blah blah. I mean, you name it, I was there. Um, it was a great year, uh, but this year, not so much. Um, we just did a summer tour with White Snake, and um, and I wrote the Winger record with Kep. So. Was Karma recorded uh, out in? He lives in Arizona. Is that correct? No, no, not anymore. No, he's lived in Nashville for for years now. Oh, okay. that's a much shorter yeah. flight. Yeah, <laughs> he sure is. He's got a studio in, in his house, and um, he's a very, uh, a very good engineer. Excellent. Yeah, that's that's got to be good when you've got the stuff in someone's house, and you're not trying to book time and worrying about the cost of all that. That's the um, way how everybody does it. Does it now? You know. Yeah. Yeah, it, the um, the whole guitar hero thing kind of bringing any life into you know like catalog album sales for you guys, or is it yeah. just kind of? Yeah. You know, I, I hear a lot of. Do you have an opinion on the game? I, I I always love to hear guitarists' opinion of the game. Oh, I've you know, I I. <laughs> It, it reminds me, you know, there used to be a, a little, I forget what it was called, but it was this round plastic thing, and it had I'm four not... different colored buttons on it, and they would beep, you know, like, beep, beep, and so you'd have to press it, you know, that same number of times, you know. Exactly, um, Simon, it was called. Simon, Simon. that's it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's that where was... they got the idea. I mean, it's pretty much the same thing, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I listen, but anytime... Anytime you can get an 11-year-old kid standing in front of a TV listening to Dragon Force, yeah. I'm a little bit happy about that, at least in that respect. But you does know, it take any music musical ability at all? No, absolutely none, no. But, you know, you look at Madden football, you know, it doesn't take any football ability, but it's making money. Oh, so, I yeah. love it. I, I play it with my daughter all the time. How can uh, fans, if they want to get in touch uh, or get information on on you, um, is redbeach.com the best place to go, or do you embrace the whole MySpace thing yet? Yeah, I, I yeah, I do. I have a MySpace. No, I have a Facebook account. Okay. Um, but also redbeach.com is, is, you know, that's where Probably. any information about me is is there. You know, I, I go on my forum sometimes and just, you know, say what's going on. Two. Excellent. Okay, and the new album Karma will be out. Um, actually, what I'm seeing from your record company right now is October 27th in the U.S. and I think the week prior in Europe. So, hmm. imagine iTunes will happen on the 27th. So we'll look forward to hearing that. And then, uh, any plans to tour in the U.S. with Winger, or is it just get just get you to Russia for now? <laughs> um, we're just we're doing three weeks in November, and then we're doing the U.K. in March. Um, and, but so far, no plans for the states. You know, it's it's tough with Winger in in the states. You know, it just uh, I don't know. It's just we got kind of a bad rap, and yeah. we just don't we don't do so well here. We get like you know a couple hundred people. Um, yeah, it makes it tough to by the time you drag it, it all the gear. Well, it makes the, the promoters. You know, it makes the other bands go like, oh well, you know, who else you got to bring with us? You know. And like, but I, but you know, like if Mr. Big goes out, we're friends with those guys, and um, they'll probably call us. So 
we'd like to put something together like that, like, you know, extreme yeah. winger, Mr. Big kind of thing. Wow, that would be uh, three guitarists, two hometown guys, you know, Paul, uh, also from the area. Uh, that he's would be a great... Pennsylvania, not, he's not from Pittsburgh. He's from, oh, like... You go to, like, high school in Greensburg, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I thought he might have been more of a Greensburg guy. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that would be phenomenal, or... Uh, have you ever thought of doing anything like G3 kind of thing? Has that ever crossed your I, radar? Or? I need to make a record first. Yeah. <laughs> I need to make an instrumental album, um, you know, because Joe said he'd take me out for sure. Um, I just need to have an instrumental record to support. So, yeah, you know, I, I've worked on it a little bit, but um, right now I'm, I'm trying to write the, my next solo album. I've got about a month here, um, where I can just be writing. So I'm retooling my studio and just digging in to try and, you know, get inspired. I'm going to go out and buy just a ton of software, you know, just because I need something to inspire me. I sat down last night to just start writing Masquerade 2, you know, and just nothing. Just, just, you know, dry heaves. Really, uh, so I need need some new sounds. That's got to be a uh, the hard thing is just to get that to get the ball rolling. I'm sure once you get me in, you know, the object in motion tends to stay in motion, kind of thing. And yeah, that's true. You, once you get a, a couple of songs under your belt, then you can kind of hear a direction. You know, like right now, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, the first masquerade was I, I wanted it to be really varied. You know, and there's a bunch of different kinds of styles of music on there, and it, just because I wanted to show what I could do as a songwriter, so that other songwriters could hear what I could do and would want to write with me, you know? Um, so I put a, a bunch of different stuff on there, a bunch of different styles. There's like poppy music and, you know, love ballads and, you know, and really rock cool guitar thingies. Um, but on, on this record, I think I'm just going to go in a really more straightforward, um, more like this Winger record, you know, just kind of like a rock thing you know and it might just end up being an instrumental album who knows hey there you go let me get you on the g3 bill that's you, you know look that's a, that would be a a total dream come true for me that would just be the end all be all happening of my life yeah i think that uh, i think um that kind of spotlight with your you know your shredding ability you know which is you know was kind of a bad word for a long time <laughs> you know you could really I go off consider- I don't consider myself a shredder, you know? I mean, I do this one thing with tapping when I when it's time to play fast, and I like fast guitar playing, but it's just kind of a, a way that I invented to, you know, to play fast when I wanted to. Um, it's a lot harder to play slow, you know? Like, doing all that, yeah. you know, tapping stuff is really easy for me. I'm glad it's um, easy for you. I try to watch your tapping, and I'm just lost, you know? Like, how is he getting around with this? You got your middle finger going around, and holy cow! Yeah, I've, I've always been in all of that. But anyway, we'll look forward to that. If you, uh, you know, when you get that around and it's ready to go, shoot us, uh, shoot us a, a line, and we'll get uh, help you get some the word out when the album's out. And if you're going to be doing any shows in the area, you know, feel free to get in touch with us, and we'll let everybody know. Great. But, uh, Thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to come on the show today, Reb. My pleasure, John. Anytime. All right. Thanks.
All right, that was Masquerade, the title track to Reb's 2002 release entitled Masquerade. You can get that CD through his website at rebbeach.com. And before that, you heard 17, one of Winger's, obviously, uh, biggest hits from back in the day. I hope you enjoyed the interview. If you like uh, the show, I appreciate you checking out the rest of the episodes. They're all available through iTunes or at www.ironcityrocks.com. Um, shoot us a line if you have any feedback. There's a contact link. Let us know if you like the interviews. And uh, if you'd like to buy any uh, merchandise, there's a link there on the website as well. And also, um, we invite you to join us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash ironcityrocks. MySpace at myspace.com forward slash ironcityrock. Uh, we're also now on Facebook. You can just search for Iron City Rocks. Uh, and as always, everything is... Uh, obtainable through ironcityrocks.com hope you enjoy the show and uh, we'll talk to you next time